Hey everybody, this is Brian Zimmerman. And this is Matt Mikucci. And you're listening to Jazz Is Crate Digging. Hey, Brian. Hello, everybody. Happy to be back for a brand new episode of Crate Digging, and I'm looking forward to talking about some great music on this show. Likewise, likewise. And uh, it is just the two of us this time around. No special guests. But Mm. uh, look, Matt, really, there's nobody else I'd rather be talking music with today. Um, and especially today, because it's a pretty cool theme, as our longtime listeners know. Uh, and if you're new to the podcast, we're happy to fill you in. Crate Digging is the show where we throw it back to the old days where you'd go and visit a record store or, you know, CD store uh, and just be hanging out with friends, recommending real music based on your personal tastes, real actual human recommendations. No algorithms trying to figure out what you like. No automated playlists. We come up with a theme and we dig through the crates of our minds uh, to recommend some albums for you. And a lot of times we're recommending albums for each other, Matt. You pick some stuff that I've never heard. I pick some stuff that you've never heard. And it makes it all the better. There's nothing better than sharing the music that we listen to and that we love with each other. With the, I, I wish, you know, I'd love for people to get more involved listening to this, to just let us know what they're listening to. And if they have a pick, you know, about that has something to do with today's theme as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's get into today's theme, Matt. Mm. We're going to be talking vocalists because, look, I know our listeners love vocalists of all sorts. They love vocal jazz. And I know this just because of the huge response we get to any kind of content, any kind of article related to kind of, you know, the glory days of jazz vocals, you know, so the Billie Holidays, the Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, Dinah Washington, Frank Sinatra, Mel Torme. And yes, Matt, you and I love that era as well. We also love kind of like the current generation vocalists, you know, your Dee Dee Bridgewater, Diane Reeves, Cassandra Wilson, Kurt Elling, all those great musicians, uh, great vocalists making music today. But Matt, what we're going to focus on for this theme is kind of what we're calling the vanguard vocalists, the rising star vocalists of right this moment, who we know we're going to be talking about not just today, but years from now. They are the future of jazz vocals, and they're doing some amazing things, putting out some amazing albums. So the theme is these vanguard vocalists, and the idea is we're going to pick rising star vocalists who put out albums recently within the past five years or so that have really kind of changed the game for jazz vocals. And some vocalists here, as you'll see, who haven't put out albums yet, but are going to, they're about to drop on the near horizon uh, and will definitely be worth looking out for. For sure. And I'm sure that some names you'll be more familiar than others with. But again, it's all about discovering it. And uh, yeah, it was tough to come up with a final selection. But uh, hopefully, in fact, we had talked about uh, choosing four albums. Instead, we ended up, you know, settling on five each. So yeah, and I still feel that's not enough. But hey. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Hard to narrow it down to just five. Um, But yeah, we've got a lot of great albums to talk about and a lot of great music to play for you. So we're going to get right into it. Real quick, though, Matt, um, I just wanted to thank uh, today's sponsor of this episode. That would be saxophonist and composer David Larson. Speaking of great albums, he just released, as in just released last week, March 5th, 
um, a new album called The Mulligan Chronicles. It's a great album. It came out of years of research into the music of Jerry Mulligan. Uh, David is a PhD student, and he went through hundreds of scores, transcribed ton of solos, interviewed players who had played with Jerry Mulligan, um, and Com- arranged these 13 Jerry Mulligan tunes that happen to be his favorite. Uh, it's a really cool album. Like I say, it's out right now. You could check it out at uh, David Larson's Bandcamp page. It's larsonjazz.bandcamp.com. So thanks, David. Wow. All right, Matt. Without further ado, shall we get into today's albums? All right, let's see. My first pick is British singer-songwriter Zara McFarland's Arise. Uh, we've talked about McFarland's uh, previous albums on previous shows and uh, have even highlighted her more recent release, Songs of an Unknown Tongue. Arise was actually her third album and it was released in 2017 and it sort of further established her reputation as an artist definitely willing to explore new avenues in modern jazz. And um, so with this album, you'll find plenty of influences ranging from soul to reggae. She's really into her reggae influences to roots and more. And the tracks are just as interesting lyrically as they are musically, you know, alternating between socially engaged themes with more personal themes. And listen to this. It's no wonder why she was uh, and is often compared to none other than uh, Nina Simone and Cassandra Wilson and uh, all of those uh, great artists. She's a force of nature, creative soul, and I'm just happy to have this as my first pick for this episode of Crate Digging. Cool. Yeah. And you have chosen the track Peace Begins Within, uh, again, from her album Arise. Let's take a listen. work of grooves on that matt oh yeah just great man and an important message today's world peace begins within again that was from the album arise by zara mcfarland came out in 2017 excellent pick matt um for my first pick uh, of these vanguard vocalists I went with a vocalist you've probably heard quite a bit about, especially if you read our site. Uh, that would be none other, none other than Veronica Swift. Just an amazing young vocalist with a style that kind of harks back to the old days um, with enough reverence that you know that she is really studied. She is versed in the classics, um, but with enough kind of ingenuity and forward thinking to know that, you know, she has her gaze, you know, fixed squarely on the future. She is a brilliant vocalist. Uh, her new album is called 
This Bitter Earth. Uh, it's forthcoming on Mac Avenue Records. It was it's been in the works for the while for a while, um, but with COVID, you know, it just kind of kept postponing things. So this is a much awaited album. Um, but yeah, she's a singer that reminds me a ton of Ella Fitzgerald. Um, not only the tone, not only in the interpretation of her lyrics, but uh, just in her musicality. You know. Ella had this wonderful, almost horn-like ability uh, with her scatting, with her improvisation, because so many of her influences were horn players. I mean, that's just the, the improvisation she was surrounded with. And it's cool to watch, you know, the feedback loop compete, complete itself. Veronica is such a student of Ella, um, and she has had so much more to soak in when it comes to improvising, when it comes to scatting. Um, it's a thing to behold. Not only that, but Veronica just has such a beautiful internalized sense of swing, Matt. Uh, she could read the phone book and make it swing. Although I, I don't even know where you'd find a phone book these days, to be honest. Not like anyone is using them. I, I guess <laughs> the phone context, the phone contacts of my iPhone, she she can make that swing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is just old school vibes again with a forward looking mentality. Um so yeah, I went with her album, This Bitter Earth, and the song I chose was Prisoner of Love, which was a single she just released. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. chains that bind me I need no shackles to remind me I'm just a prisoner of love For one command I stand and wait now For one who's master of my fate now I can't escape, for it's too late now I'm just a prisoner of love I just love that, Matt. Oh, wow. Does that not call to mind the spirit of Ella? Um, just takes you right back, but at the same time, Veronica is very much her own person, and she's a great songwriter, Um a personal songwriter. Her previous album was called Confessions, and uh, I could listen to her all day. Yeah, Veronica Confessions Smith. is also a great album. I yeah. love that album too. Yeah. But yeah, that's music that takes you places, man. Definitely, Absolutely. definitely. All right, so it's time for my second pick, and this is one that I'm particularly happy to share with uh, with you, uh, dear listeners, because it's I'm ta- I'm going to be talking about a Mexican singer songwriter. Her name is Silvana Estrada, and I came across her music quite fortuitously, uh, which uh, I, you know I, when I found out about the album that I'm going to be talking about, Los Sagrado, in 2017, it was by sheer luck. And she is nothing short of amazing. Uh, the music on this LP is, uh, 
It's sort of hard to describe even. I mean, I see it as a fine, sophisticated brand of Mexican music tradition with jazz sensibilities. And it's a sound that is also, I guess, a courtesy of the acclaimed jazz guitarist Charlie Hunter, whom uh, she collaborated with on this project. And the music was actually performed with some of the students in her music class in Guadalajara. And by the way, at the time of recording this album, Though you would not guess it listening to the, to the music and the songs, she was just 19 years old. Uh, again, you wouldn't think so listening to the songs at all, because they're sophisticated, they're transcendental, and there's something very real and earthly about uh, her and her music, that even if you don't speak Spanish, <laughs> you get the passion and emotion that her vocals just express and exude. So I'm sure we'll be getting lots of great music from her in the future. And again, if you're not familiar with her, I strongly recommend you listen to Lo Sagrado from 2017. Oh, cool. Yeah, this singer is new to me. I can't wait to take a listen. You have chosen the title track, Matt, from uh, yeah. Silvana's album, Lo Sagrado. Let's take a listen. Yeah, what that's the uh, title track and opening tracks, and what a way to kick things off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, what a nice little groove they constructed there with just vocals and drums and acoustic bass. Love that tune, man. Thanks for sharing. Mm. Yeah. All right, Matt, uh, for my next pick, if you like a little soul with your jazz, you know, maybe a little side of funk, um, then I have certainly got the vocalist for you. It is Brianna Thomas. A young vocalist in the jazz vein, in the R&B vein, in the soul vein, who is just doing some amazing work. I actually caught her a few years ago at the Litchfield Jazz Fest. She played, uh, she did a concert, was just her and piano in kind of this small church sanctuary. And God, the presence she got on her voice. She was doing solo tunes. She was doing gospel tunes. Filled every crevice um, of that church and just, you know, shook me to my bones. She is a great singer, not only of the traditional jazz vein, but like I said, she delves very much into the R&B side. So for her album, Everybody Knows, uh, which came out in 2020 with the Brianna Thomas Band, she took a lot of jazz standards and, you know, really kind of added a soul twist, added an R&B twist, put her own kind of unique spin on them. Uh, but the thing that holds them all together is just this clear, rich, pure, commanding voice that just 
folds itself so well over a beautiful melody. And uh, I picked a song that I thought really uh, kind of communicated everything about what Brianna Thomas stands for. It's the lead off track of this album. It is Since I Fell For You. So Matt, take a listen to this and let me know what you think. You've heard Nina Simone do it. You've heard Gladys Knight do it. Etta James do it. Um, and I love uh, what Brianna Thomas has done with it. Took it on her in her own direction here. And uh, yes, yeah, expect amazing things from Brianna Thomas. She is awesome. All right, looking forward to hearing more from her. Then moving on because uh, time is cruel, and we got to keep these tight, Brian. We got to keep. Th- <laughs> That's all right. Yes. I know. Okay, so for my third pick, I chose another debut album, one of the most formidable jazz vocal albums of the past 10, 20, 30 years at least, A Social Call from 2017 by Jasmia Horn. And I've just realized <laughs> that 2017 was a very good year for vocal jazz, given that uh, that was the year that all of my three picks so far for this show were released. Anyways, I guess that does kind of make yeah. A Social Call all the more impressive because for fans of that acoustic jazz tradition in particular this is an album that truly revels in the excitement of said music with Horn revisiting a program of standards in her own personal unique way uh, making them her own with an assured maturity and vocal confidence far beyond her years there are lots of highlights on this album but I chose to mention the title track in particular as an example of the ease with which she wonderfully interprets a seemingly melodically and harmonically complex vocalese number. Totally mind-blowing and a lot of fun for the listeners. All right, let us take a listen to A Social Call from the album of the same name. Here we go. Do you recall the old days we used to have a ball? Not there was nothing without them. I just thought I'd pay a social call. I'd lie and say things I just swear. But to tell the truth, we haven't been too well. And if we should try to love, we we know that we won't fall. Maybe we'll get back together. Starting from this incidental elemental simple social call Happened to pass your doorway Gave you a buzz that's yes. You just know Betty Carter's smiling at that one Definitely. Because that was just a beautiful rendition And shout out to the bass player I think that's Ben Williams Ben Williams, yeah who's, 
Yeah, <laughs> whose whose fingers were no doubt on fire mm. after that, uh, playing that bass line at 300 beats per minute. Oh, an awesome record. And yeah, if you didn't pick Jasmine Horn, I definitely would have because she's one of my favorite vocalists of the moment for sure. All right, like you say, we got a lot of albums to uh, move through here, so I'm going to move on to my next album. So this vocalist has yet to actually drop an album, but there is one forthcoming. But if you're paying attention to the New York jazz scene, you probably know this name. He's a vocalist uh, currently based in Harlem, but originally from South Africa. I'm talking about Vuyo Satoshi. Uh, just an amazing vocalist, has a wonderful way with melody um, and doing some really, really innovative stuff when it comes to uh, wordless vocals. Um, I picked an album that he was featured on by the Ukrainian keyboardist Fina, Fima Chapukim. And I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Uh, Fima was actually a new player to me. Um, but to see Vuyo on this album was a really pleasant surprise. The name of the album is Water. And I've selected the title track, Water, to check out. And yeah, listen to Vuyo here. Just listen to how crystal clear his voice is, kind of in that high tenor range. It reminds me, Matt, um, of the work that Richard Bona was doing with the Pat Metheny group. And I know a lot of our listeners are big Pat Metheny fans. That kind of voice that's almost like a woodwind, it's almost instrumental, is just just one of my favorite sounds in jazz. So um, this is definitely a vocalist to be on the lookout for. Let's go ahead and listen to Vuyo Sotashi as he is featured on the album Water by Fima Chapukin. those right that pat metheny group vibe yeah um i love how vuyo's voice is is very much a a lead you know instrument so to speak and at the same time just blends so seamlessly with the group um that takes real skill that takes real talent so for sure hats off to vuyo uh and again be out be on the lookout for an album from vuyo uh very soon excellent moving on um so you know, we talked, we, we mentioned uh, Jasmine Horn. I simply had to include, we simply had to include also Cecile McClure and Salvant. Uh, talk about wide range of emotions, passion, intent, message, scope, and artistic vision. Dreams and Daggers is a double album from 
you guessed it, 2017. What a year. Uh, and it features a mix of in-studio recordings and live performances of originals and classics. Listening to it, I feel like, is going on a journey through history uh, from the early years of recorded music to modern times. Uh, the impression I got is that Cecile would have fit into just about any era. I think many would agree. Uh, which is why I chose to highlight from this amazing album one of the most delightful numbers on this expansive uh, double LP uh, program. It's a live version of You've Got uh, to Give Me Some. And it's a tribute to the Empress of the Blues herself, Bessie Smith, where she basically duets with the audience. It's amazing. It's so much fun to hear how people in the audience react to almost everything she says in a call and response kind of way and also i have to say given the current situation we always have to you know say it you know we're all missing live music right now so uh it's kind of amazing to hear a number like this absolutely all right let's give a listen to you've got to give me some Loving is the thing I crave For your love I'd be your slave You've got to give me some Yes, give me some Can't you hear me pleading? You've got to give me some Sweet as candy in a candy shop Is your sweet, sweet lollipop You've got to give me, give me, give me You've got to give me some. Woohoo. <laughs> I love that. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you can really tell she is a student of this music, of jazz, of black American music, all the way back to its roots, its origins. And to see her live, I mean, to listen to her on record gives you a similar experience, but to see her live is to enter her world. You know, yeah. um, she she tells a story with each song she sings. Um, a brilliant vocalist, artist, performer. Yeah, Cecile McLaurin-Selvant. She is uh, the fu- future of jazz vocals in a lot of ways. Absolutely. And on a number like that, you can tell that she really has a lot of fun too uh, oh, playing yeah. some of those songs. It's amazing. All right, Matt. Uh, that brings mm. me to my next pick. I have picked another artist. Doesn't have an album out yet. Has released a few singles, and you can re- expect a major label debut soon. I'm talking about Michael Mayo. This guy is just an incredible vocalist and a super creative musician. Another artist I saw live happened to be at the Litchfield Jazz Festival a while ago, and he performed solo with just a loop pedal, um, looping his voice, stacking his voice. He performed uh, a Giant Steps, complete with John Coltrane's solo, harmonized uh, with just himself. It was absolutely unbelievable. And that's really what I admire about Michael Mayo. You know, not just his incredible voice, uh, but just the creativity that he brings to jazz vocals, really showing uh, what 
his voice can do as an instrument, you know, and, and I guess the, the close association, I guess, would be Bobby McFerrin, you know, who really introduced entirely new ways to think about the voice and vocal music and what it can do. Um, so as an example, I picked his latest single. That would be the track You and You, again, from a forthcoming album that you should definitely be on the lookout for. Here is You and You by Michael Mayo. In time, maybe I can find a life alive in open doors, engrossed in chords. The known is more misleading. I've grown with the unknown in me the tale is quick to tell itself given the chance your health is in my hands you've put my words on a pedestal you want to get closer to me but you need a remedy for all of the drama between you and you you want to get closer to me but you need a remedy for all of the drama between you and you I love those vocal harmonies. Let's just love the conversational nature, you know, of that song and of Michael's voice. You know, it feels like a close friend telling you a story. So, yeah, really important work coming out of Michael Mayo. Michael Mayo. Look out for that name. Hmm. All right. So this is my final pick. And uh, yeah. It's uh, and finally we're stepping out of the tw- 2017. That was a that was a wild, crazy, and intense year. Apparently. <laughs> a nice year, yeah. as they say. According to my list, it was the best year of all time for jazz vocal. A- a- anyways, um, uh, so my final pick is actually uh by another of the great vocalists of our time, and it's from just last year. Uh, Candace Springs is a great songwriter in her own right, but she decided to revisit classics and compositions either written by or associated with some of her favorite female artists who have inspired her in her life, in her career, in her art. Uh, what I really appreciate about The Women Who Raised Me, that's the title of the album from last year, which, by the way, was released in the midst of early pandemic madness. I think it was March when it was released. Uh, so what I love about it is, and this is a controversial statement, so folks get ready. I'm not very fond of the songs on this record that she actually chose. Uh, there's a couple of numbers that I'm not completely fond of, but uh, Spring's renditions, I totally dig. And the fact that I dig them, to me, shows her strength as an interpreter. And, you know, just interpreting these songs in her own way. Uh, the music is different. There's a different feeling to a lot of these songs. And it's just amazing how can, she can just transform them like that. And not to mention that there are several guests in this album that further enrich the experience. I'm talking about people like Chris Potter, Nora Jones, and Christian McBride. And the latter's bass work is amazing on the opening track, Devil May Care, one of the more upbeat numbers in an album that is admittedly more ballad-centric. Uh, but... Uh, but that's, uh, that's my last pick and uh, definitely a great album that uh, I urge you all to check out. Let's give it a spin, Matt. Yeah. No cares for me, I'm happy as I can be. I 
Learn to love and to live, devil may care No cares and woes, whatever comes later goes That's how I'll take and I'll give, devil may care When the day is through, I'll suffer no regret I know that he who frets loses the night He can hold back the dawn He who is wise never tries to revise What's past and gone Live love today Love count tomorrow or may Don't even stop for a sigh It doesn't help if you cry That's how I'll live and I'll die Devil make it Devil, devil, devil make it Devil, devil, devil make it Yeah, man hmm. That thing swings Definitely. And just swing. It swings. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I've been been following Candace for a while now and uh, very, very promising young artist. I really dug that track a lot, Matt. Thanks for sharing. Cool. And yeah, like I said, she, she writes her own great music as well. So this is an album of interpretations, but she's also a great songwriter. So if you're not familiar with her works, I'd be surprised if you're not familiar with her works. But if you're not, check out her other stuff as well. That's right. A young artist out of Nashville, representing Nashville. So very cool, Matt. All right. We are going to close it out with my final pick. Um, This was an artist who was totally new to me um, until just a year or so ago. So new, in fact, that she doesn't actually have an album out at the moment again, but we are expecting one possibly this spring. Her name is Samara Joy. Um, and she was actually the winner of the 2019 Sarah Vaughn International uh, Jazz Vocal Competition. And that's kind of how she came onto my radar. But wow, every once in a while you encounter a voice, Matt, that just hypnotizes you. I mean, stops you in your tracks. Um, and, and, and Samara was that for me. Um, it's the kind of voice that definitely again harks back to the old school she's only 20 some odd years old but this voice is so mature so sophisticated so rich so pure so laden with jazz vocal history it's just astounding um and i can go on and on about the tone and timbre of her voice sure but she's also just has a wonderful way with lyrics as well she's a beautiful interpreter um of lyrics this is quite a talent and like i say you you listen to her voice and it just pulls you in it's like a warm flame you can't help but lend an ear and hear what samara has to say so um this is not from an album this is from a performance at the vermont jazz center in uh 2020 pre-pandemic 2020 and uh yeah just check out this voice uh matt let me know what you think here is samara joy performing stardust And now the purple dusk of twilight time steals across the meadows of my heart. High up in the sky, those little stars climb. 
that we're apart. You wander down the lane and far away, leaving me a song that will not die. Love is now the start. Of yesterday, the music of the years gone by. And I know I let that one run for a while, but totally worth it, if you ask me. Totally worth it. You know, I love that song, and I love the guitar and voice combo. So when it's done well, it's just perfect. I love it, and definitely done great there. Uh, even more moving given the fact that it's super windy here in the west of Ireland today. Really felt like I was going somewhere and somewhere magical. So. <laughs> Being swept away. Yeah. <laughs> blown away by the performance. Yeah, that was the great Pasquale Grasso on uh, guitar. And yeah, hard to believe that voice is coming from a 20, 21 year old. Um, what a talent. What a talent. All right, Matt. Mm. Well, that does it for our uh, Vanguard Vocalist edition of Crate Digging. We hope you enjoyed it. And as always, we hope you'll share some of your recommendations with us uh, on our Facebook page, on our Twitter page. You want to know who are, your some, uh, who are some of your favorite jazz vocalists of this moment. Yeah. And of tomorrow, for that matter. Please let us know. Uh, otherwise, check out everything else that's going on at jazzes.com. We just released the digital version of our spring 2021 print issue. This issue was all about hip-hop and jazz. You know, man, I said this many times before. These are dialects of the same language. Um, and we celebrate the beautiful unity between jazz and hip-hop in this latest issue articles on how Biggie Smalls was influenced by jazz artists, how some of today's top jazz drummers, uh, what they learned from listening to hip hop beats, what some rappers, you know, learned from listening to old blues albums. It's a fascinating conversation between jazz and hip hop. And uh, that's what the spring 2021 issue is all about. You could check out all that con content over on jazzes.com. You will need to be a subscriber to read it. Um, if you're not, it's easy. Just click that big red subscribe button over in the top left-hand corner and you'll be well on your way to becoming a Jazz's subscriber. Um, but Matt, hmm. that does it for this week's Crate Digging. Wow, it's been a lot of fun. It's been great listening to so much music and I, as usual, great recommendations from you, Brian. I'm looking forward to hearing more from uh, the artists that you've mentioned. Likewise, Matt, I've got my homework uh, cut out for me as well. Going to spin some of the records that uh, you recommended and we'll do it all again next week on another episode of Crate Digging. Matt, that'll do it for today. Pleasure talking with you, man. All right. Bye-bye. So long. <laughs>